Hi, Andrew. Hi, Shelby. That felt good. We, we, <laughs> I think we hit record at the exact same time. So oh, that's, that felt good. That did feel good. Welcome to Trip It To Me, everybody. This is a travel-centric podcast. We talk about travel and make itineraries for us and you and and all the other people listening. That's the world. Yeah, the whole world. The whole um, world. <laughs> and then sometimes we talk about other stuff, but this is not one of those episodes. So. Well, I mean, we'll talk about other stuff like at the start. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. And then we'll talk about travel. Oh, of course, of course. Which yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, which yeah. Wizard of Oz character would you most like to be? That's not Dorothy. Oh wow! Um, the evil witch. Oh. You. <laughs> oh. Absolutely, not, hands down. And no, I mean like in real life, not like acting. You're not you're not playing the part. You're actually that character. No, I don't want to be a coward, and I don't want to not have a heart, and I want to don't want to not have a brain. Either the evil witch or um, Toto. Toto's a good choice. I don't like that you're 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 like I don't want to be a coward, but I will be just maybe one of the most <laughs> evil things. Maniacal. Okay, but this depends. This depends, right? Like, because if you've seen Wicked, no, then that, you know that, that, that that's like... bullshit. Throw it out. That's. <laughs> Wicked's great. Wicked is great. Wicked is great. We know that maybe she's a villain for a good reason, or maybe she's not even a villain. This, it's all the perspective of the story. It's that Maleficent thing where it's like, maybe oh, Dorothy actually, killed her sister. Actually, one of the most evil characters of all time actually isn't evil, and I'm like, I don't want, I don't want this. Like, Wicked is different because it is a great musical. I'll give it that. Yes. Maleficent is not great. By any no, stretch of the imagination, it's but, not a fair comparison. Some of these like villain stories, right? Like Cruella, right? Like, okay, she's bonkers and she's mad, but she has a good reason for it. And like, did she really hurt anybody? I don't know. Maybe not. I'm like, hey, maybe like the Wicked Witch of the West. Maybe she's not that horrible. Maybe she's just a little stressed out. And killing people. Did she actually kill anyone? Those munchkins. Oh, I didn't remember that part. And whole, and I think the intent to kill is, I uh, mean, that's that's there. pretty bad. I think I think here's the thing. I think that we are in a day and age when <sighs> women are so used to being trained and programmed to be nice all the time. So we're having these villains come forward that we, like, understand, right? Or they're just, like, antisocial. They're not actually, like, bad people. They're just, like, antisocial people. And they, like, fight against the norm. And they're not polite all the time. So they're called rude. And they're ambitious. So they're called aggressive, whatever. And so it's like, heck, yeah. Like, I'll be the bad guy if that means that I can be authentic to who I am. And I can be unapologetic. Like, that's fine. If she's actually a villain, then... I mean, I don't actually want to be a villain. Okay. But, like, I also don't want to be any of the other characters. I didn't think this would evolve into a, like, what do you take as Wizard of Oz canon? But... Um, How did you not think that, though? <laughs> well, I, I don't know. With you, I don't know why why I didn't think that. Yes. So, okay, yes. <laughs> I, I want you to answer the original question, but I also want you to tell me if you think that... If The Wizard of Oz is a Christmas movie or not. Um, which one do you want me to answer first? 
Um, Christmas movie, and then circle back around to the character point. Ben, I love you. It's a Christmas movie. No! Damn it! No! Ah, I suck. No, okay. Ganged up on me. In in theory, probably in topic, not a Christmas movie. But I do find it, like, delightful. And this this doesn't really happen in the States. I don't think Wizard of Oz is played on Christmas, really. Not in my experience. But I do find it, like, beautiful. Like, these movies that are, like played on on a certain holiday and you gather around with your family and it's like yeah this is this is christmas to me and it's right. it's wonderful but is it christmas to you andrew is wizard of oz christmas to me no no it's not thank you but i i understand the uh the sentiment and i sure. i don't i don't really disagree with it Christmas movie could be anything, really. I mean, Christmas involves so many like emotions and and all that, and it's like, yeah, yeah, okay, go ahead. I'm I'm with you to some extent because I'm like, ah, oh, well, what do I think? Like, how would I define a Christmas movie? And I'm like, well, it either takes place at Christmas or it's like wintry or snowy. But down here, Christmas happens in summer, so it's like those rules of like a wintry Christmas, like the holiday, right? Like that. That still happens around Christmas time, but like it doesn't really feel so much like a Christmas movie as like a winter movie. But do it's you, not winter here, so. Do you like that yeah, movie? Yeah, I feel. I do like that movie. I know. I I'm sorry. I'm not a fan. I know. I'm sorry. Um, I I I will watch that movie at least once a year, every year. That's that's good. There are plenty of movies that I like. And that I will watch once a year that you're like, no, no, please don't. Yeah, that I will ruthlessly make fun of. <laughs> yes. I'm so sorry. No, the holiday is not for me. Yeah, that's okay. Um, it's one of those rare, like, sappy movies that I'm super into. Hmm. You don't like chick flicks, hmm. then? They're okay. I find them typically really predictable and um, stereotypical, but... Every once in a while, I find one that I really, really enjoy, and that's one of them. Yeah. No, I, I like a good romantic comedy or chick flick. Hmm. Ten Things I Hate About You, probably my favorite uh, mm. out of out of that genre. Yeah. Wonderful. Yeah, solid. Man. Mm-hmm. Man, what a movie. <laughs> yeah. A great. Why are you laughing? <laughs> I, don't, I don't know. <laughs> uh, okay. But let's circle back around. What Wizard of Oz character would you be? Cowardly Lion. Or, no. I knew you were going to say that. I knew it. Okay. Yeah. Why? 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 Let's <laughs> say it I five think... times. <laughs> well, not because you're a coward. Let's just, like, like, <laughs> like, like, put that on the record right now. I think that's but up for like, debate. But, like, you're definitely not Scarecrow. Like, that is not the vibe that you give off. Tin Man, like, not at all. Like, you're not mechanical, you're not metallic, you're not hard or cold or any of that stuff. Like, you've got this, like, I don't know. She's sort of flexing, as she's saying. Sort of. You've got this, like, I don't know, it's really hard to describe. But I just knew that you were going to say Cowardly Lion, and that feels very on point. But I feel like you're not Cowardly Lion, you're, like, Cowardly Lion after he receives his courage. Oh, thank you so much. That's it. 
Yeah, that's who you are. That's, that's an incredibly sweet thing to say that I'm <laughs> laughing at because I don't know how to take it right now. <laughs> <laughs> it's definitely a compliment. I think it's more so just that, like, like you take your time, which means that you're thoughtful and you're intentional. And while the Cowardly Lion isn't praised for being those things, he also takes his time and he's also thoughtful and intentional. Um, I think that's a lot of it right there. Where Scarecrow's like, okay, let's go. And like, that's not you. And Tin Man's like, I don't have a heart while he's crying. And like, that's not you either. Mm. So. Yeah. So the lion is. Thank you so much. <laughs> You're the evil queen because, or the evil <laughs> witch because. Uh, <laughs> There's no good way to answer yeah, that yeah. one. I'll leave it. This yeah. is an interesting topic we stumbled upon you consider like all of these origin villain stories as like canon for all these characters um no i think i just like them you do like them at least at least a good amount of them yeah maleficent is complete rubbish like let's just i'll be clear on that I totally agree. It's One of strange. Shelby's favorite movies, and I don't think this is true, <laughs> but I'm going to talk about it like it is, is Birds of Prey. <laughs> she, I love that movie so much. For, for a time in our friendship, like she brought it up like once a week. And I was like, and I apologize, I still haven't seen it. And I really should. <laughs> just just I feel for like, you. No, I feel like you shouldn't watch it because then you'll have opinions and then like... And then you'll be like, Shelby, I don't like it. And I'll be like, oh, God. Like, I feel like it's better if you just don't watch it. I would never tell you that I don't like that movie, regardless of what I actually think about it. I don't anticipate that you will like the movie. But I think it's just better this way. For Valentine's Day, Ben got me the soundtrack on vinyl. (laughs) And I loved it so much. It's like now on Saturday mornings when he makes me pancakes, I can put the vinyl on and crank it. And I'm a bitch. I'm a boss. I'm a bitch. I'm a boss. And it's just, it's fantastic. It's just, it's just wonderful. I love it so much. That's incredible. <clears throat> it's, um, it's delightful. It really is. See, I saw Cruella, which I enjoyed. Like, I don't mm. like it quite as much as you, but like, I, like, it's a fun, fun, good movie. It's a good yeah. flick. And, and, but then I was like, coming out of it, I was like, well, I don't, that doesn't pertain to 101 Dalmatians at all to me. Oh, no, not whatsoever. Okay, okay. So you're no, not no, fully no. like on the canon. Oh, like, no. It's okay. kind of the whole like Marvel universe where they're like, this happened, but then maybe in like a different timeline, this happened at some point. And you're like, that's cheating. And Marvel's like, I don't care. Yeah. And then they just did just, whatever the hell they want. Just that's like that. That's kind of <laughs> how I feel about this. Um, and it's like, oh, well, 101 Dalmatians happened, and Cruella was a horrible person who murdered puppies. Literally and called now, the devil. Literally called the devil. And now I watch this movie with Emma Stone, and I'm like, girl, I also want to set the world on fire. Yes! And I'm like, I can get behind this character. I'm like, girl, you've got some trauma. You need to go to therapy. I need to go to therapy. Yes, that's fine. I've got someone I can recommend you. And you look so good in that outfit. And yes, let's also just burn the world down. I am Cruella. (laughs) 
Did I maybe want to like buy like a faux fur coat and like no black hold on hold on this is pumps isn't... and like walk around? Yes. I mean, so did I. I mean, <laughs> <laughs> the costuming in that movie is yes. the best part oh, of the it's movie. Phenomenal. And that's not to oh, say the movie is bad. I mean, the costuming is amazing. I will say there were moments when Emma Stone was doing something. That I had like, and I and in some of the other live action remakes, I've had the same moment where it's very clear they're trying to recreate a very specific scene, and she just captured those moments so well that I was just very impressed with her. I thought she did a really good job. Um, she's an incredible actress. Oh, she's amazing. But yeah, was I like, mm, are you dissociating? And then your alto ego is like coming out. And maybe she's not the best version of you, but, like, she's trying to protect the soft, squishy version of you. And, you know, like, I understand, like, I've been there. Yeah, like, absolutely. Is that your movie-watching voice? Like, is that the voice in your head while you watch movies? That's my, um, um, yeah, I've been to therapy, and, um, yeah, this is how I feel about things, because it's quite sensitive, and, um, yeah, that's what that voice is. Okay. Happens all the time. Yeah, it's fine. Okay. Everything's fine. I'm glad it's, I'm glad it's not your movie-watching voice as much. Oh, no, that would be so irritating. That would be pretty annoying. Not that I... Yeah, my movie... Not that mm. I dislike the voice. Like, I, it makes me laugh. And, and Oh, it should. Yeah, okay, good. Oh, it uh, should. You, no, it's like, please laugh at my trauma, because if you don't, I'll be sad. <laughs> um, no, whereas my movie-watching voice is like, oh, no, I'm, I'm really pretentious, and I have really deep thoughts about this for a very good reason. Yeah, no, that's like my movie-watching voice. Is there a level of, I was thinking about this today. I'm jumping all over the place. Forgive me. Um, Should we talk about what we're drinking really fast before I jump into this? I am drinking out of a (laughs) bottle of port that has... I'm not drinking out of the bottle. I have a glass. Um, But the port bottle has a rubber stopper that is a split banana. Um, And that is what Andrew is now laughing at. Shelby was... As she was saying this, I'm drinking out of... And just held up the bottle to the the laptop. (laughs) Um, I don't really like port, yeah. um, but it was in the cupboard, and Ben wasn't going to drink it, and um, I'm not that fussy, and I have a rubber wine stopper that is a peeled banana, and that makes me happy. So yeah. if nothing else, the bottle will sit here, and I'll look at the split oh, banana. It's in it the it's happy. in the camera now. Oh, it's right there. Do you also want to see it, Andrew? There well, you go. Uh, yeah, okay. There we go. Thank you for the there banana view. You're very, you're very welcome. Um, what are you drinking? Uh, margarita in a can. <laughs> in, in a can. <laughs> yeah, channeled some Aye. southern in me right there. Tequila. Um, cut water, lime tequila margarita. Sponsor us. Very nice. I don't What's just the... send us money though. I don't need more of your drinks. <laughs> <laughs> um, what um have you done anything silly on tequila? Mm, no, uh, no, I don't think I'm very silly on alcohol. Well, I giggle more, which you'll probably mm. find out this episode because we, if you didn't know, we are recording two, and this is the second one, and we both had some something to drink beforehand. What so. um what time is it for you, Andrew? It's two oh seven a.m. <laughs> 
That was a beautiful wow. song. Yeah. Oh, thank you. I feel like you have a story, though. Probably not any that I'm going to tell here. <laughs> I did watch. Um, I did watch the live action, which I say live action. I think that's stupid. Um, the live action Lion King. Why? It's not live action. It's just more CGI. Like yeah. Um, what? on tequila. Oh. Um, okay. like was at a bar with friends and like had a bunch of tequila shots and we were like, let's go see Lion King. And I don't really remember a whole lot other than I thought it was really bad. I have never gone to a movie after drinking. Oh, and it it's would be kind of spinny. Yeah. I I don't know if I would recommend it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I just remember being mad because they left out the funny parts. <laughs> but I like, was like, "Where's where's my coconuts? <laughs> I've got a lovely bunch of coconuts." <laughs> That's not in the movie. Lion King is an amazing movie. It is. Not the remake. No, I have never seen where's, it, and I refuse where's to. Where's the? They call me Mr. Pig. What? That's not in the remake. Get out of here. Like, do you even have a sense of humor? I mean, Seth Rogen and Billy Eichner are Timon and Pumbaa, aren't they? Yeah, but like those are, I, those are two very I, funny people. They are, and yet they cut out the funny parts. How dare they! I hate those Rude. remakes when they like remake them shot for shot. And it's like, <gasps> oh, why? And who's asking for this? What is the point? Are we all going to pay money to see it? Yeah, maybe. Not but what one. is the point? No, yeah. not that one. I did pay money to see it, though. But that was because of the tequila. Yeah, <laughs> of course. The first, the first scene of Lion King, still like my favorite opening to any movie. And I like, I, oh, it's incredible. Oh, it's beautiful. Yeah. Okay, the question before I forget it, because I already did forget it once, before I asked you what you were going to drink. Are there any movies that are like too pretentious to the point where you're like, no, I'm out. I can't do this anymore. Oh. You can, I can, I can answer first I, if you need to think. Well, I just think I have a different level of like, pretentiousness that i can't handle yeah i think pretentiousness is funny and i also think that pretentiousness like when they're actually like that good it just like doesn't bother me yeah so like there's movies where i'm like oh you're shit i'm not gonna watch you but i'm like oh you think you're better than me fine maybe you are i'll watch i don't know then i'll decide so like i just think for pretentiousness that's not necessarily a movie i won't watch So, say the last part again. So, a pretentious movie isn't isn't necessarily one I won't watch. Yeah, I guess that's not what I mean. Like, like, uh, was there one where it was too pretentious to where you're like, no, I don't like this anymore, but you kept watching. Mm. You finished it. Mm. Um, not that I can think of. Like, I'm sure they no. exist, but nothing sure. comes to mind. Yeah. Uh, the Revenant. God, I I genuinely no, hate. No, not I hate Leo. that movie. I you know this. I love Leo. Like Thank he's you. he's Thank probably you. my favorite actor. Yeah, which is I, really saying something. Yeah, I hate that movie. Like like a burning passion. 
I don't hate many things. <sighs> I hate that movie. I think other than the bear attack scene, the rest of the movie is just painful. Like, and I've seen it. Like, I made Ben watch it because I was like, you have to watch this movie. And that's that's what I mean, where I'm like, no, you're not pretentious. You're just you're just Leonardo. Like, that's fine. I'll watch whatever you want to do. I don't care. Um, but uh, no, it's not it's not an enjoyable experience. I don't even like like uh, Leonardo. It's not my favorite DiCaprio role. No, I, I like that we're just saying all. Leonardo. But <laughs> <laughs> yeah. First name basis. Come on. But he like he's amazing in it. The, good for him. Yeah. But yeah. the just the movie is just like oh my gosh, get over yourself. Yeah. I don't need blood on the camera. Like <laughs> that drives me insane. Oh, so funny. Um, have you speaking of pretension? Um, okay. <laughs> have you watched? There was there was an artist who, and I say this like fully loving and having shared this video with so many people. Um, there was an artist, I don't remember his name, but he was capturing different movement in slow motion. And so he was recording dancers and things like that. But one of the videos that he did in this series was Alan Rickman making a cup of tea and then flipping the table over. Have you ever seen it? I have not. I'm going to look it up and send it to you okay. because he's like, he has this cup of tea and he's Alan Rickman, right? So like his brow is furrowed and he just kind of looks grumpy and he's just staring at the camera and he stirs his cup of tea and then he looks up and then like the indignation just rises to his face and then he just slowly, it's like five minutes long, he slowly lowers his hands and then he just flips the whole table and so the cup of tea goes flying and the liquid's flying through the air and the teaspoon is flying through the air and the table just flips over and he has this like face and then the table lands it's just it's wonderful it's one of the best things i've ever watched in my whole life <laughs> i'm looking forward to it it's wonderful i'm gonna look it up i'm gonna send okay. it to you okay thank okay. you if Did if you if you want it you could google it um listeners or you could email yeah. us and i'll send it to you happily sure. happily mm -hmm. so happily did you ever see, um, not to go, I mean, I am going to go back to the Revenant. Did you see Birdman? Yes. Uh, what does that have to do with Revenant? The same director, and he released them in back-to-back oh, -back okay. years. Oh, okay. And it was like, okay. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> we get it, buddy. We yeah. get it. You're really smart, okay? <laughs> I did like Birdman. I remember there Birdman was like... Birdman is good. Yeah. That whole fuss about like the what the twenty minute scene that's like nonstop and it's like oh it's incredible through hallways and up on the roof and it's and what and it's what people remember about that movie right I mean yeah yeah it's in, it's incredible um, well and Emma Stone yeah and Ed Norton in the scene when he tries to have sex on stage <laughs> funny yeah. It's uh, it's fairly pretentious too, but like that one I didn't hate. But then he came out with The Revenant the next year, and it was like, okay, right. good grief. Did you ever see? Get it? Did you ever ever see Mother with Jennifer Lawrence? No, it's been on our list, but we haven't had. Ooh, it hasn't boy. been on any of the platforms to watch. Yeah, but we've wanted to watch it. <laughs> no one wants to put that on their platform. It's a. <laughs> it's a. It's. It's far more interesting than The Revenant to me. Like it's like okay. a, it's like artistic. 
And it's like, okay. But it's also like, oh, what is going on in this movie? <laughs> like, The Revenant is very clear. It's like, okay, yeah, I get, I get the point. I get all of this. It's just not for me. That one okay. is like, oh, uh, I, yeah, I don't know. I don't know what's happening. I wonder if you would find Midsumnar pretentious or not. Uh, at least, I think, when it comes to... I haven't seen it yet. I do plan on watching Midsummer at some Can point. Can I please be there either virtually or in person yeah. when you watch it? I think okay. that was on our I think that was like next on our movie list, really. I think so. It's <coughs> it's very frightening to me. It stayed with me. There's still scenes that I'm like ah! because I just it's very um oh it's spooky spooks. But yeah. Mm-hmm. Um I do think horror gets a little bit of a pass. On pretension mm. because it's so forthright with it. It's right. just like in your face. Whereas I feel like The Revenant or Birdman or other dramas. I don't know if that's the right word. But yeah, I think it is. Where other dramas kind okay. of try to hide how smart they are. But it's but if you've like seen enough of them, you're like, oh, yeah, okay, we get it. All right. Yeah. 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 Okay, so are we going to watch... Um... Midsummer first. Are we going to watch Ride My Car? Drive My Car. Drive My Car. Thank you. <laughs> Which one are we going to watch first? <laughs> I like knew it wasn't right, but I was like, I can't figure out what the real title is, so I'm just going to say it, and he'll correct me, and it'll be fine. I'm kind of picturing the the Beatles or Paul McCartney song that's like, uh, maybe <laughs> let me drive your car, but ride your car instead. <laughs> Yeah, uh-huh. Yeah, I like yep. it. Um, I, th- you can choose. You can choose on that <gasps> one. Ooh. We also oh. have to watch um, The Handmaiden. Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Because, who boy. Oh, man. That I feel might like our be like a nice getting c- longer and longer. Oh, yeah, yeah. That's what happens with life. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Is there anything you want to talk about, like, from your week or anything? <laughs> I don't have a lot. Um... Uh, you know, I was going to talk about a book, but... Oh, please um, do. I Okay, well then let me let me look up the author right now. Do you, now, want, so that do you way... want me to just kind of talk talk a little bit? Um, nope, I got it. It's oh, fine. Okay, okay um, so a few months ago, maybe like two months ago, I kind of put out a thing on, on Instagram of like, hey, I'm looking for new books to read. Um, I really want to read books that are written by... Um, women or like queer people um, also would love if they were um, like black or like people of color. Um, I try really hard to be intentional about the authors that I'm reading. So I'm not just digesting people from like digesting books from white people or like white men. Um, So um, anyway, I got a few recommendations that were just phenomenal. They're just so good. I'm still making my way through the list, which is awesome. But one of the books that was recommended to me was um, it's called Conjure Women. um, And it's by um, Afia Atakora. And I'm so sorry if I'm saying that wrong. Um, Really incredible book. Um, My friend Alex sent it to me in a package that she sent me for Christmas. And um, it's set in like a it kind of goes back and forth um can i just say so, merry merry christmas mm-hmm. alex yeah merry merry christmas it's march but 
Merry, Merry Christmas. Christmas, nonetheless. It's March it's now set... when we're recording. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it'll be April when this comes out. Not, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> it's set in... Hey. Um, it's set in... It kind of goes back and forth, but it's set in a newly freed um, South, um, right after the Civil War. Um, so it goes back to, like, um, slavery time and then free time, and so it kind of switches perspectives back and forth. But it's about this woman... Um, Rue, who's raised by her mother and her mother and her grandmother. She comes from this long line of like this matriarchal um, healing women. And um, while they were slaves, their owners valued them for the healing that they could bring to the other slaves to keep them living longer and all this stuff. Um, but they also did, um, she calls it hoodoo. And, um, and so they kind of do like curses and voodoo and stuff like that. And it's really interesting, the kind of spiritual element brought into that, but also like you know, she talks about some of this stuff that the the people view as, as hoodoo is really just, it's like, it's common sense stuff. So like while they're helping a mother give birth, they put pepper by their head and they tell the mothers it's because like, oh, it wards off evil spirits. But the reality is, is like if they need to give like one last good push, the pepper is there so that if they need to make the mother sneeze, they can make her sneeze and then she'll give one like good last push to like get the baby out. So it's like this really interesting combo of like some of this stuff is like it's herbal medicine. It's kind of common sense stuff, but it's very spiritual. There's a lot of kind of superstition around it. And um, and then what happened immediately following the Civil War and freedom. Um, and so it's just an incredible book. I was hooked from chapter one um you know and i and i love a good book that has a really strong character and a really strong narrative and um but also a different perspective you know i feel like there's lots of books that you can read about slavery time or about you know um you know what it was like immediately following but it was just so immersive and it was clear that she had done her homework and um I just, I feel like it's really important to read these stories about, about people who have been under oppression and what it's like. You know, we think that the Civil War happened and then when, when, when freedom came that everyone is free and it was like, great, right? But like, it wasn't like that. Like people were, black people were still getting lynched in the South. And then you had the rise of like the KKK. And so like, yes, in law, like emancipation came and people were free. They were no longer slaves, but that doesn't mean that they weren't still under oppression and they still weren't being run by fear and they still weren't being abused and, and all of these things. So I think these narratives are really important to absorb and, um, and to read and to, to kind of intentionally seek out. Um, so yeah, so I finished that book this week and, um, I kind of put it down and had like a moment because I was like oh my gosh that was just I got so caught up in the story and it was really really good so yeah highly recommend what's the name one more time Uh, Conjure Women by Afia Atakora great yeah yeah really good yeah sounds like yeah um Andrew do you want to tell me what hat you're wearing I do it is the uh, again, we're going to apologize for mispronouncing things nearly every week on this podcast, I feel like. Um, <laughs> this is the Tayo Cubs 1928 Vintage Camp. Uh, it is another Ebbetsfield flannel. 
Shelby, would you like to describe it? <laughs> yes. This so is my it, new favorite um, game. <laughs> it's it's bright red on the top. Um, the underside of the bill is either black or navy blue, but I can't really tell. It's green. <laughs> just just no. like no, it's not. Oh, okay, it is. It is okay. <laughs> just like all the other. <laughs> oh, no. okay, that's fine. The video does not do the color justice. Let me just it's say it's very that. true. But it's red on top, and it's got this like center diamond patch. Um, and the top half looks kind of like the the Japanese like rising sun, and then it says cubs on the bottom. That's right. You nailed it. It is red. I chose an easier color for you this time. (laughs) It's not my fault that Facebook Messenger fucks up the color, okay? Not my fault. Thank you very much. Hey, Facebook Messenger, sponsor us if you want. We might might not take it, honestly. And fix the color because I think that Facebook is maybe unethical a little bit. Anyway, it's fine. Continue. Um, The history behind this one. This was 1928, I think I said. Um, Japanese immigrants in the United States formed social and athletic clubs and competed in several team sports, including baseball. In the 1920s, the Nippon Athletic Club and the Taiyo Athletic Club were fierce rivals, competing with Caucasian and American teams as well as with each other. So this seems to be, I would guess, the West Coast um, a, a club team that they formed uh right before the great depression um mm-hmm. which is kind of interesting and yeah and then there were a few of these along the west coast and kind of similar to the negro leagues would play white teams and and other uh, maybe college teams a lot of caucasian teams um, from around the area and then would play a few other japanese athletic clubs and yeah there you go. Awesome. Yeah. Thank you. Oh, yeah. You're so, so, so welcome. In, so in ranking, where does this hat fall? Can, can Okay, we've done five episodes. Yes. <laughs> okay, so I've got this one. The, the U.S. America Tour of Japan, which I wore last episode. <laughs> um, I've worn the black... Uh, one with a B on it, which is for the Bismarck team. That was a Negro League team. And I've worn the Osaka Tigers one. And then there's one more that I'm not remembering at the moment. Oh, it was my it was my Washington Husky one that had a purple Oh, bill. yes, yes. Mm-hmm. This one would rank... I, <laughs> I have a, a very sad memory with this hat on. So, <laughs> which I'm not going to talk about at the moment. Okay. <laughs> um, Sorry. It, so it maybe doesn't rank as high strictly because of that. Um, I genuinely love the five I've worn so far. So far, they've probably been my five favorites. So this one might be fifth, honestly. Hmm. Do we uh, need to make some new memories with you wearing this hat? Yeah, but the problem is I don't wear it that often. It's like a once every right. two or three weeks thing. Mm, okay. Whereas the other okay. four are like once a week, if not more. Right, 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 right. Okay. Okay. We'll work okay. on it. Okay, sounds good. Okay. Okay. No, no, it's okay. We're all, we're all good. Can I just say, I was 
Not surprised, but I earlier today I had sent Andrew an Instagram video of I think it was the the New Zealand women's rugby team doing a haka before yeah. um, before a match, and I was like I saw it and I was like ah oh, I'm totally gonna send this to Andrew. I don't know if he's seen this before because I don't think he watches rugby and like this will be a sports thing that like I can show Andrew cool and so i send it and i was like this is called a haka like how cool is this that like they do it before every match like it's so intimidating if you haven't seen it like just google it look it up it's really really cool um and he's like oh yeah like most most polynesian teams do this like that's yeah that's that's cool shelby I'm that's, sorry. That's really cool. That's not... And I was like, oh, God. No, I was no. like, oh, I thought, gosh. oh, no. I was like, oh, I no. thought I was going to show you something new. And he was like, oh, yeah, no, I've, I've, I've seen it a bunch. That is, fine. that is not the voice that was in my head <laughs> in the response. No, no, I was, fine. it was like an excited, like, yeah, this is, this is cool. No, for the record, that is the voice I read it in. But then okay. I was like, oh, Shelby, just don't try. You no. don't like sports. Andrew likes sports. Like, let's just let him have this one. Just, you don't need to like sports, Shelby. I thought, it was, I thought it was nice. You're, like, trying to connect to know the way you, so never, you never would otherwise. <laughs> I was like, I don't like sports, but I think this part is cool. And he's like, yeah, I've seen it before. <laughs> I'm, I'm sorry. I <laughs> I, I genuinely thought through my response for like five minutes. Really? <laughs> I was like, oh, how, do no. I, how do I tell her that I've seen this? <laughs> no, I was like, honestly, I was like, I'm not even surprised. I was like, Andrew knows so much about sports. Of course he knows that they do this. I just didn't think you watched rugby. I don't ro- watch a lot of rugby, but they do it in football games pretty often because a lot of West Coast teams in college football have a lot of Samoan or Polynesian players. Oh, I hadn't thought about that. I was just like, I don't think he watches rugby. So this is new. Rugby is a crazy sport. Oh, it's bonkers. Yeah. Yeah. I just looked down at the time of our recording. It's like, oh, oh. Anyway, so Andrew, what do you? So this week our theme is um, a realistic three-day solo trip. Yes, so thank what's you. your uh, what's your solo trip? I'm going to Chicago. Chicago, Chicago. I, I debated between a few spots. I think Shelby was along with me for the ride on that one. I. Weirdly debated Kansas City for a while, which... Why? Yeah. It will fine. come up at some point. I'm so um, sorry if you live in Kansas City. Uh, I looked at it. It is the city of fountains, self-proclaimed from what I could tell. Oh. So, so it almost sold me. I thought about Andrew San Fran- does love his fountains. I love fountains. It's right after light fixtures. Um, <laughs> I thought about San Francisco. Um, but I was like, let's go to a place I've never been before. And, uh, and Chicago is that, uh, have you ever been to Chicago, Shelby? I have not. I've driven around it, but I think to avoid traffic, I haven't actually driven through it. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, because you were going to New York? Yes. Yeah. It would have been in my Oregon to New York and then New York to Washington road trip. Yeah. Yeah. 
And so it was more about getting to the destination sure. and less about all the places we could see in the middle. Which just seems a bit silly now, but I was with my mom and she really didn't want to go. So we just bypassed it. That that makes some sense. I've been on trips yeah. like that. Yeah. 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 I for the realistic part, I thought anything that was just like completely east coast maybe a little further than I wanted to go. Yeah. Um, cuz there are plenty of places in America that I would like to go and and uh, spending more than 4 hours on a flight was like, eh, I could I could do that for a longer trip, I think, down the mm. road. Yeah. So, Boston, New York, those those east coast destinations, well, DC to some extent were kind of out for me. Um, yeah. New Orleans probably would have been my pick, but you just did an episode on that. And Sorry. I will never forgive you, but um, that's okay. <laughs> but it wasn't me. It was the 1920s era. Yeah. So. What's her name? Sorry. <laughs> um, so I settled on Chicago, which is probably the, I mean, it is a city it's definitely in my top five of cities in America that I most like to go to. Um, and a weekend... You mean, you mean, wait, you didn't choose Oklahoma City? Oh, God. Oh, no. Oh, oh, oh. no. Oh. oh, no. I'm, <laughs> I'm shocked, Andrew. I hate that place. So one time, one time, Incredible. Andrew and Melissa and I bumped into each other at the airport because we were both on a flight headed to Oklahoma. And we were like, oh, we're on the same flight. And then we were all like, why are we going there? And it was only to see family. And we were like, why the hell are we going back to Oklahoma? And yeah. That's the really sad And then part. we bonded. The really sad part is we weren't even on the same flight. We were both going to right. Oklahoma separately on different flights. Yes. Which yes. is insane. Yes. Why, Why would I... so many people want to go to Oklahoma? <laughs> <laughs> uh, mm-hmm. oh, yeah, yeah, good time. Not, not yeah. my favorite state. No. Um, but Chicago. Chicago, on the other hand. Uh, Oklahoma, probably my least favorite state. At least of the ones I've been yeah. in. Fair enough. Chicago, I don't know why it's always drawn me. Um, I did fly into the airport once, and I remember it was before a tr- one of my favorite trips I've ever taken, which maybe we'll talk about sometime down the road. But we flew into there. It was a red eye, and I remember the sun rising, and the airport um, is just off off of one of the Great Lakes. I think it's Lake Michigan. And just flying into there was like, oh, this is this is beautiful. I, hmm. I that lake looks like an ocean, and um, yeah, it's stunning. Um, and for that's always stuck with me, along with the, it feels like the biggest non-coast city in America. Um, mm. yeah. Maybe outside of New Orleans, but New Orleans is different as far as atmosphere. I think. Um, Chicago, Chicago feels like a big metropolis. That's that's not New York, but it kind of is New York in a way. Mm-hmm. It's um, like little New York. Yeah, so I've always been intrigued. Um, so that's where we're going. Now, flights from LAX to O'Hare are generally under three hundred dollars, um, which is very cheap for a round trip ticket. It's about a four hour flight. Um, I found flights for as low as $230, which is 
fairly incredible, really. And that's nonstop. So, uh, yeah, I thought about booking it. <laughs> okay. <laughs> um, Andrew is like, I'm actually in Chicago <laughs> right now. Um, oops. <laughs> <laughs> um, I tried to keep up with Shelby's path of leaving early in the morning on Friday or thereabouts and coming back on a Sunday. Honestly, if it was me, I'd probably do like a red eye Thursday night because mm. if if you talk to any of my loved ones um, who've done a trip with me, they'll be like, yeah, he, he will add on an extra night to a trip no matter what it takes. <laughs> <laughs> um, that's just something I do. I'm always looking for like a few hours extra somewhere. Mm. Um, but but yeah, we'll we'll stick with the leaving early in the morning if you do that. If you left L.A. at like 6, you get into Chicago around noon. Um, if you left at midnight, you get in about 6 a.m., which doesn't feel good. But again, <laughs> who, who, who needs sleep? It's it's 2.37 a.m. here. Um, as far as places to stay, I mainly stuck to, I stuck to hotels for this trip. I did look at some Airbnbs, but the cost was fairly comparable and none of them stood out to me really it was all just uh just kind of generic apartments it felt like Mm. um so i went with the hotel room because um i don't i'm just fitting myself in here it's a solo trip uh the my favorite one was the hyatt centric loop as far as favorite one when i'm when i say favorite one i mean like value um uh, she'll be slapping at something, but uh, <laughs> but the the Hyatt Centric Loop was right near Millennium Park, which we'll talk about a little bit later. Um, it was only about one thirty a night, which is pretty good for a hotel. And uh, yeah, I'm I'm using it to sleep in, but it looked like a nice, fairly nice hotel. I don't really care about chains or things like that, but it it looked like the spot I wanted to stay in. Uh, a few other comparable hotels. The Hilton Garden Inn that was also near Millennium Park um, is $150 a night. And there, if you're looking for a slightly cheaper option, there was a Hampton Inn that was um, about a mile from Grant Park. And that was $110 a night. All of those are kind of in the area where we're going to base. That That's our base. Um I'm really bad at planning out breakfast, I'm noticing, through these itineraries. Well, because so, you don't really like breakfast. I don't like it, and I'd rather sleep in and then stay out really late. As Again, it's 2.30, 7am. <laughs> <laughs> so, if you want breakfast, the place that stood out to me in my restaurant research was Lost Larson. Um, this is... Uh, south side of Chicago. So it's a little bit out of the way, but it looked very good. Um, they have, it's, uh, it's more, um, pastries and coffee and all of that, but it's still like, it looked amazing and, uh, was well thought of. So, um, if you want to throw that into one of the mornings, go for it. But for myself, I probably am not going to make it there. Um, and this is about me. <laughs> That's why you're all listening to it. <laughs> this is all about me. Yes. Yes, it is. Okay, day one. Um, this is the sporty day. This is an insane, <laughs> insane day. The, um, I, 
if I I thought to myself like if I'm gonna plan a trip for myself, which I have never done before, um, I'm going to just go do one day where it's like okay, no one's with me. I might as well do the things that I really really love. Yeah. Um, the first one is eating a hot dog, which honestly I don't really, I honestly don't like hot dogs that much. <laughs> Can I just say this is what I was laughing at before yeah, because I, I pulled up your link to Superdog, and there's I just oh they're just, they're just so creepy like the statues on top of the Superdog restaurant <laughs> are like from the 70s and they're like in one of them's in like a caveman outfit and one of them's like in a dress and he has like red eyes and it's just such a vibe it is it is like i had to change i had to move to a different tab so that way he wasn't watching me while you were talking like oh my gosh she's right the video is crazy to start (laughs) Um, <laughs> hot dogs for some reason feel very Chicago into me. I'm not really mm. sure if that's accurate, to be honest. But uh, this was number one on the the Eater dot com list for Chicago. It feels like a kind of a rite of passage, and I'm all about that. It is pretty close to the airport if you get in at like noon. Do I really want to wake up at six a.m. and then the first thing I eat that day is a hot dog? <laughs> Maybe not, but when in Rome, right? Or when in Chicago. On the website, it says, please help us do more than merely satisfy you. I'm just saying. It's just a very funny, funny website. It is funny. Um, Yeah, it looks pretty quirky. It's a little car hop. Um, They opened it in 1948. So it's it's kind of an institution in Chicago, it seems like. That's so cool, though. Like It it does seem pretty cool. That is a substantial amount of time for a business to be open. Yeah. 75 years almost. Uh, That's incredible. That's incredible. Uh Um, They do have burgers as well. If you're not a hot dog person, and I am not really a hot dog person, so... No. Um, and crinkle cut fries, which look amazing. Oh. And there was oh. one thing that you wanted to bring up, I believe. Uh, oh. The- <laughs> so if you go to the website and you scroll down, there isn't like a standard ice cream cone, but the ice cream on top is cube shaped. <laughs> How did they do that? Why is it in the shape of a cube? It's freaking me out. <laughs> it, it does look crazy. <laughs> I don't I don't understand it either. But um, don't mid- worry. You can you can get t shirts after you visit here and sweatshirts and polos and baby onesies. There's so many things that you can get to document your time at Superdog. <laughs> I um I don't identify as very like overly masculine. Like I I don't I, that's not me. This first day is like, okay, you're doing guy stuff. And uh, that, that, uh, I'm going to have a good time. Andrew. Yeah. There are plushy dolls <laughs> of the his and hers hot dog characters. They're called Maury and Flory. Super softy figures. And you can purchase them. You can purchase oh. the pair for $16. Would you like me to bring you back one? I, yes. Okay, I'm yes. on it. I would like both, please. 
You got it. Okay, I'm going to look up these plushes. Oh. They're t- <laughs> terrifying. <laughs> okay, okay. Everybody, they also have socks, by the way. Um, <laughs> oh. Yes, yes, they do. If Just go to superdog.com. Dog, D-A-W-G, yeah. obviously. Um, yeah, they're, and then look at the souvenirs. If anyone wants to send us these, just trip it to me at gmail.com. I'm not going to lie. If I just came home one day and there's like a box with these in them, I'd be like, what the fuck? Like, what? 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 Who is threatening me? Yeah. And then you'd sleep Honestly. with it every night or? Oh, gosh. No, I'd give it to Charlie. I'd be oh, like, Here God. you go. You rip it apart. Whew. Oh, yeah. They are no, that, scary. That something. Well, I'd wear the socks though. Let's be real. I'd yeah. I'd wear the socks. Are there socks that you wouldn't wear? Like, I'm not just saying this to you. I'm saying this to like sock snobs. Why are you sock snobs? Right. Just wear the socks. I think, I think unless they were like really uncomfortable, like I just wear them. Yeah, yeah, of course, comfort over yeah. everything. But yeah, yeah. Or like if they say the like racist phrases, maybe not. Oh yeah. Oh, I'm sure those do exist. Oh yeah, that's um, that's too bad. Let's not think about that. Yeah. No, I want friendly socks that aren't racist or sexist or anything. I want you to have friendly socks as well. Friendly socks only. Yay! And only super dog plushies. Yay! <laughs> so super dog, we're going there for lunch again. Mm-hmm. If you can, if we probably go like. I'm probably go drop my bags off at the hotel, maybe get a nap in, but then go to Super Doug for lunch. Yeah. From there, we're going to a golf course, and let me make let me make the case for golf, in in a city especially. Golf is one you're outside. Two, I think it showcases a region's topography more than just about any. Uh, any other way, I guess parks would work, but I feel like you can really like see like, okay, these are, these are, this is the way the trees grow here. And you can, this, (laughs) this course specifically, uh, is in the city and you can see the skyscrapers and you can see like the beauty of the, the city. It's right along Lake Michigan. It is absolutely gorgeous thinking back to like golf courses in washington that are the Mm. most famous like beautiful views of mount rainier beautiful Mm. views of of cities and and like you can see them from a distance while doing something that right and this one is called um sydney r maravitz i believe so okay Yeah, yeah it is um, because I only have three days in the city and I don't want to spend four and a half hours on a golf course, it's only a nine hole course. And it's probably, oh, okay, yeah. it's probably not the nicest, like compared to other places. Uh, at first when I was planning this itinerary, it included a two and a half hour drive up the, one of the great lake coasts to an, to an incredibly expensive golf course, um, mm. called Whistling Straits. Um, that is just gorgeous, but it took too much time. I didn't right, end right. up wanting to, but that would have, if if you were looking for a different day from one of these, that would be uh, near the top of my list. Okay. Um, but but this one, 
kind of in the region we want to be in for the night, not too far from um, from the restaurant we just came from. <laughs> I just opened the tab and the plushes were right there. <laughs> <laughs> They're it's, so scary. <laughs> it's not too far from Superdog. Um, this day is a little more spread out than the other days, but but you could take an Uber and get there in like 10 minutes, or you could take public transportation and, and get there in half an hour. It'd be too far to walk on this one. But um, but yeah, uh, this golf course looks very pretty. Um, and that that's really what I'm going for. And just going to play a round of golf sounds nice by myself. Yeah. Maybe... maybe um, like your speakeasy version, I'm, I might meet someone along the way. Have a nice time. Yeah. With them. Oh, that would be nice. That would be wonderful. I'd love to meet. I'd love to meet a person. <laughs> just anyone. <laughs> yeah. Just anyone, anyone to talk to. <laughs> uh, this I should say this itinerary includes so much walking, but it's essential. Because we're going to eat some things that I should not eat just consecutively. It's yes, it, yes, it's yes. Uh, it's all about unhealthy food. Oh, I'm and, excited for that. And the one I'm probably most excited about is where I plan for dinner that night. There, if you get done with golf early, it is in a park that looks really pretty. It's right along Lake Michigan again. Um, go hang out there. I I um would roam around there and and maybe go there's some beaches along the lake which is a weird thing to say in my brain but um there yeah there's a lot of beaches right there um that you could go hang out at for an hour and then uh, from there i'm gonna go to luella's southern kitchen and uh okay 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 yeah, yeah, so please. when you when you pull up the website there is a photo of pancakes that I like makes me so hungry <laughs> that 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 I I want to eat them right now. Like it's it's just a, like it's not your average stack of pancakes. They look really like good. I can I can taste them in my mouth. And like I love pancakes. Ben Shelby makes me likes pancakes every Saturday. Shelby likes pancakes more than I do, but these look incredible. Like, oh. They look amazing. And then you scroll through the photos of what they've got, and it's like, holy shit. <laughs> like, I want to live in this restaurant for like two and a half weeks just to taste everything that comes out of their kitchen. <laughs> Did you click on the menu tab? Uh, I am now. Because <laughs> the logo of the restaurant is incredible. <laughs> It's just this, yes. this somewhat older black lady with glasses on, but it's like almost cartoonified, but you're and not quite sure. somehow she's telling you, sweetie, I know what you want. Like, yeah, that's I, what she's saying. I uh-huh. love it. They're, oh, the so dinner good. menu looks incredible. Um, oh. I don't know what I'd get because I'd eat too much. I can guarantee you that. There's beignets. I'd finish with that. That's the only thing oh. I know. The it's shrimp and grits look menu. amazing. Yeah, I know, I know. The fried chicken looks great. Chicken and waffles. Um, yeah, it looks it looks very good. Oh, uh, chicken and waffles. <laughs> oh. Um, and oh. yeah, I get here for an early dinner around four or five, uh, very early. Skillet in this case. cornbread. 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Sorry, <laughs> I just need a minute. <laughs> Skillet cornbread. <laughs> I it, just need a minute. <laughs> no, it looks very good. Um, uh, yeah, it, these two places, for very different reasons, are the two places I'm most looking forward to eating in, in the whole itinerary. So um, Baked mac and cheese? <laughs> Fried yeah. green tomatoes? Oh my gosh. So, oh. yeah, that's Luella's. Uh, Luella's oh. Southern Kitchen. From there, we're going to go catch a Cubs game. Um, the. So, so, Wrigley Field, which is where the Cubs play, sometimes they don't have a lot of night games every now and then. In this itinerary, it's a night game. If you really want to sports out with me, I'm going to do a day game at Wrigley Field and then a night game at the other, at the, at the White Sox Park. Um, I think it's Comeric. No, that's, that's in Detroit. I can't remember. Guarantee Rate Field. It's a terrible name. Um, but that's on the south side of Chicago. And I mean, there's not many cities in the world. New York is about the only one you could probably pull it off in LA or you could do a day game and then a night game in two separate uh, baseball stadiums. And that does appeal to me quite a bit. Um, but Wrigley field, Wrigley field definitely is the draw here. It's the oldest, uh, is it older than Fenway park? It's one of the oldest baseball stadiums in the country. Yes. What, what is the thing about baseball that appeals a most like most to you? Um, the, like actual game, or are you talking about the stadium, or what? Like, are you... like, like the, just the overall experience. Like when you think baseball, like what's the most exciting, the most like driving factor to get you there? Oh, it. That's a. That really depends on where I am. Uh, in this case, oh. it's the actual ballpark, which was oh okay, which was built in 1914. Um. And is the second oldest uh, stadium in the in well Major League Baseball stadium in the entire country. But um, it, but it's not the same to just like do a tour of the stadium. I'd much rather go to a game. Right. Okay. Because uh, the tour would be interesting, but but like being a, just see it in action. Would you rather tour a? music like a theater or would you rather go see a musical there right right yeah. that makes sense yeah, yeah that makes sense mm-hmm. um part of the i think especially in chicago and the wrigley field experiences the fans there um it's kind of a it, the the chicago cubs have a tradition of being pretty bad and then they finally won a world series a few years ago and um and it was pandemonium it was a wonderful scene um wrigley field known for the ivy on the outfield walls which is quite Mm. beautiful and um yeah i I would get there an hour or two early just to walk around the concourse and and see everything and Mm. um i don't i won't i don't think i strive to get to every major league baseball park in the country but i would like to see at least half of them probably um, How and, many of them are there? Uh, there's 30 major league teams. So. Oh, okay. Yeah. So at I mean at any given time there could 
Uh, people get new stadiums. Teams get new stadiums every few mm-hmm. years. I mean, there's a new stadium every few years. Not teams get every get new stadiums every few years. Right, right, right. Um, but yeah, Wrigley Field would be, as far as like ballparks I'd want to go to, it's in the top five in the country, mm-hmm. if if not top like three or. Um, but yeah, it looks looks beautiful. I'd probably pick the cheapest seats because I do not care. I just want to walk around, enjoy the setting. So, um, yeah, there you go. That's that's what we're doing with the night. Um, a few post game uh, options. Maybe just go to a bar right around there. Enjoy people after the game, especially if they're in a good mood. The other thing is head back to the hotel and there's a place in Chicago called the Magnificent Mile. It has a lot of um, restaurants and bars and a few architecture, um, interesting architectural buildings. That's not a good sentence. Anyway, um, (laughs) there we go. Um, One place of interest especially is a, a mural that surrounds a building that is a whole block from from what i can tell it used to be an old apple store i guess but it's called wrapped on the mile it looks it looks quite pretty um yeah just a giant mural and looks very very beautiful um there's a there's other times i've been trying to fit this in i i can't quite tell from the research if like if this is a place i should go in the day or the night because it does seem to be, it does seem to have like a lot of restaurants and bars, which would mm. lead me to think the night. But but then they talk about this mural and a few other things, and it's like, well, uh, yeah, I don't know. I I try to fit it in at some point, but if you don't, if I don't get to it here, then that's no big deal. Right. Maybe it's like a desk thing where you can like see the mural in the daylight, and then you go out, and then it's like food and drinks and all that stuff. Sure. Yeah. No. That's that's basically mm. it. Um, this is one of those instances, which we kind of referred to last episode, where it's like, I'm going to over plan. And then if I just want to go back and go to sleep, I'm going to do that. I don't care about getting to the magnificent mile on this Mm -hmm. particular night. Um, and yeah, uh, I mean, there's some essentials in the day. This is, it's not a very full day in all honesty. It's like two meals, one thing to do. And then, and then like a nighttime event, basically. When you plan a trip, do you often feel like, ah, oh, like, I'll get to that next time? Like, ah, oh, like, when I'm back, I'll get to this thing. Or are you like, no, Sorry. I'm only going to be in this city once. You okay? <laughs> that drink, that drink did not go down. <laughs> sorry, uh, continue. I'm sorry. Yeah, so are you like, oh, well, like, I'll just, I'll get to it next time I'm here. Or are you like, oh, no, like, I'm never coming back. So, like, I have to do it now or I'll never see it. Um, eh, again, depends on the city. Okay, uh, I live in I live in a little bit of fear. I Okay, we went to Japan. I'm sure we're going to talk about this sometime at the po- uh, during the podcast. Oh, yeah. It's the oh, yeah. best trip I've ever been on because of my... I mean, I don't, <laughs> this sounds super cocky and braggy or whatever, but it's like, because of my planning, it was incredible. Mm. Not, well, that, and because Japan's an amazing place, obviously, that's the main reason. But because of like a tight itinerary, it 
it worked. But there were two days in Tokyo where it was like, okay, I planned to the nines on in Kyoto, and I planned this Tokyo Disney part, and then this section in Tokyo I just kind of forgot about. And it was like, oh, we're here, and there is an absurd amount to do. And it's completely overwhelming in the opposite way of what you think of. Like, like I'm planning so many things and I can't fit them in. To me, it was like, oh my gosh, there's so much to do and I don't know what the most pressing thing I want to do is. Mm. And it stressed me out. And it also, like, it, it felt like every minute was kind of wasted just because this and it's not a fair comparison to other cities because that city is unlike anything i've ever seen it's the biggest thing you're like i'll I'll ever seen i'll ever see it's it's just there's no way to tackle it all you could stay there Mm -hmm. for a year and i'm sure there would be like oh i haven't been to that um but i got there and there's 26 stops on this circle around the city on this on the train line and it's like i i don't know i where where do i go and it was a, like looking back it's like oh man i kind of wasted those two days and there were some amazing things we did of course but but it's like oh i i wish i would have like thought of like five things I really want to do, and then if we mm. get to three of them, that's amazing, um, and I'll have a wonderful time. Um, so I guess I live in a little bit of fear of repeating that, where it's like, oh, mm. I for I kind of forgot about that stage of the trip, because the the prior stage was amazing, and like right. it was the best four days of my life, and. And that's what it was. And, and then we got there and it was like, oh, I don't know what to do. And everyone's asking me what to do. And I don't know. And, <laughs> and uh, so I, I, I don't know. Fear might be too strong of a word. Like it, it wasn't as stressful as I'm probably making it out to be. But it's also a situation where it's like, yeah, I don't, I don't want to waste it. I'm a, little bit of, I'm a little bit scared of wasting it. Yeah. Yeah. I forgot what the initial question was. I'm so sorry. <laughs> um, I think I asked if, yeah, like if if you plan trips, like you know you're going to come back or not. Um, yeah. Yeah. It really depends on the area. Yeah. And like, I think, I think that life is short. And so I think I like to live in this kind of state of belief where I can always go back to the places I want to. But, like, I think I know deep down that, like, that's not realistic. That I can't go to all of the places that I want to go to and also go back to all the places that I enjoyed. And so sometimes, like, you'll go to a place and that's it. Like, that's, that's the time that you got. That is the time that you had to enjoy whatever city or whatever place you were in and, like, you don't get any more than that. Um, but I think I, I kind of live in this state of disillusionment where, like, I can't really process that. Like, I can't I can't really think about that because, like, I don't want to think about... I don't want to, like, grieve the places that I never got to, you know? Yeah. Um, yeah. No, I, I completely agree. Like, um, I'm looking forward to get getting to 
America's East Coast at some point, mm-hmm. like New York, Boston. I've never been for some reason. Um, yeah. And and I do look forward to them, but I think there's something about. I I don't know why it doesn't quite connect to me. There's a reason I haven't been to them, and it's like I I've chosen other places over them, and yeah. maybe they totally blow me away. It's totally possible, but I know if I go, like there's a decent chance that it's like a one-off. And that does, yeah. that does sort of, I don't, stress is, again, maybe too strong of a word, because I, I genuinely love this stuff. Like, I, yeah. like I, I want to do this, but it's also like, oh, you're going to go to New York? Oh, you got, you better fit it all in. <laughs> <laughs> but, but when I'm yeah. thinking about, like, when I'm thinking about, like, San Francisco, I'm like, oh, yeah, I could be back, I could be back there and. In like three right. months, Easy. if I wanted to, Easy. or or Japan, like I know I'm gonna go back there, but yeah. multiple times in my life, and unless something terribly unfortunate happens, um, yeah. But but um, or or even even like Europe, like if I, but there's just something about certain sections of the world where you're like, yeah, that's probably that's probably my shot. Yeah. Yeah. And I don't know if Chicago falls in that line or not. It's kind of close enough to where I feel like I can make it back there if I want if I wanted to, if I just loved it. Right. Um uh but then again, like I absolutely loved Atlanta, which I don't know. I'm I seem to be one of the few people in the world who was like, "Oh my gosh, Atlanta's amazing." <laughs> <laughs> and and yeah. Even knowing that, I'm like, I probably won't get back there now, even though I loved it. Right. Um, so, so yeah, it's it's kind of a, it's a good question. I, mm. I guess I try to plan like I'll never go back, but um, but if I do love it enough, then I know I'm going to immediately start thinking about how to get back there. Yeah, yeah. If that makes sense. Mm, I talked in does. circles. I think... It makes sense. Yeah. Um... But you, you, you kind of plan like you'll get back there, right? If you love it enough? I think so. Like, I think there's definitely places where I'm like, oh, yeah, like the once was enough. But I think, um, I don't know whether it's just like this optimistic delusion or not. But I think it's just easier to think like, oh, if I want to come back here, I will. And um, the world's small enough now. Or that's probably it true. It is. You know, I think about going to Ireland, you know, like, I've been there, I've done that, but I loved it. And, you know, what's interesting is, like, with with Ben and I thinking about, oh, like, in the next however many years, like, we might go live somewhere else. And it's like, oh, well, all these places that we love, like, we could go live there. So it's, it's like there's, there's different places where it's like, oh, yeah, like, I want to visit or I want to go back to. And there's places where I'm like, oh, I could live here. Like, I could happily, happily live here. Um, yeah, like, the world feels so big and so small all at the same time. Like, that's there's right. so many places I want to get to, and I know I won't get to them all. And that's even crazy to think about, that, like, in my lifetime, I won't get to all the places I want to get to. Yeah. But, um, but I'll try to get back to the places that I loved. Yeah. As people who love to travel, it's... It's um, exhilarating to find a place mm-hmm. that you're like, I'm going to come back here. But it's yeah. also like, oh, this is taking away from another trip that I yeah. could see something brand new. Yeah, absolutely. 
And like, we love the new, right? Like we love Absolutely. the new, the exciting, the exhilarating, like we, we live for that. Yep. So yeah. I guess, I guess what we're saying is send us money. <laughs> <laughs> if you'd like to sponsor us, please email us at tripittome at gmail.com. <laughs> there you go. It'd been, it'd been an hour since that joke. So here we go. All right. If right. if day one was a sporty day, day two is more of a Shelby day. Um, <laughs> she's she's almost done with her bottle of port, and I am done with my can margarita can. Oh God! Oh God! <laughs> Save me from this port. He asked me about an hour ago. You're not gonna finish that, right? And I went, Oh no! I don't want to die. And now I've just poured the last of it into my glass. So someone save me from this. <laughs> All right. <laughs> the hotel, like I said, is near Millennium Park. We're gonna start the day after. We're gonna walk off that hot dog and the uh, and the southern food, the chicken and waffles, whatever I decided to eat, shrimp and grits. Shrimp and grits? Yes, please. Um, <laughs> it sounds pretty good right now. I had a I yeah. had the meat pie in between in between episodes. And I also had um, a seafood potato ball, which I forgot I got. <laughs> and <laughs> I, I'm conf- I still don't know what was in it. I ate it and I enjoyed it, but I don't know what it was. A seafood potato ball? That's correct. Was was it like a croquette, like a like yeah. a fried yeah, potato yeah, 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 something? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, it was it was that. I am way more okay with it being called a croquette than it was not than called a, that than a potato bowl. No, it was called a seafood potato bowl at, at this place we went, which was amazing. No, yeah. no, it tasted good though. They can call well, because it because it was a croquette not because it was a potato bowl they can call it whatever they want if it tastes good no i think it should be a croquette Uh, it's like a mexican bakery they can call it whatever they want oh okay (laughs) croquette is like is very like well i I had croquette in 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 spain oh really Uh uh-huh yeah 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 i guess that is it's croquette i don't know if croquette's mexican probably i i have no idea i just know that we had like like ham croquettes. Yeah. In croquettes Spain. are delicious. Oh, they're d- delightful. Yeah, wonderful. Just fried potato stuff. Yeah, they're they're really good. Yeah. Okay. Anyway. So our French fries. We're gonna start. Th- yes. <laughs> we're gonna. Uh, this is the reason we're staying near Millennium Park is for, well, day two and day three. I, Chicago's big, um, but. I decided to, outside of the first day, I decided to, like, just, just knock off this little area of Chicago. And that's basically what I'm doing on my trip. Um, So we're going to go to Grant Park. Um, The day will be spent at two different parks, Grant Park and Millennium Park, which kind of run right into each other. Um, From... uh, It really only spans a couple miles of walking on the... The day as a whole, you probably spend five miles, six miles walking, which is not that many. Um, Especially when you're eating so much food. Yes, yeah, and you better eat so much food. Um, 
the start of the day we're going to start on the oh boy i keep mixing up the directions and that's probably not a good thing to do for chicago people um the north side i think of grant park has shed aquarium and a planetarium i'm just gonna play it by ear whatever i feel like doing i'm gonna go see either animals swimming in water or go see go see the planetarium those are two very different things yeah that's that's why mm-hmm. i'm giving myself the option it's like that that's good the planetarium looks beautiful but the shed aquarium is one of the biggest in the u.s from what i read okay. so they both have their draws um yeah, the planetarium, though, is like this old building, and it, yeah, it's gorgeous. Um, so maybe leaning towards that. It's also a little bit cheaper than the aquarium. Honestly, those those tourist things, like the Go Chicago thing, actually works pretty well for the itinerary. I didn't put it in there because I didn't know for sure how many I do, but, but look into the, like, if you're interested in this itinerary, then look into those things like the go and go if they chicago want to sponsor or, us then yeah, they can yeah. email us we'll do so many chicago episodes if you want. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah do one of those you're also i'd also right be uh oh boy i'd also be right beside soldier field which is uh the chicago Bears stadium um it's the bears exactly it's worth mm-hmm. seeing. Um, uh, uh, just walk around it. It's not going to take too long. Might as well see it. It's also right by the the lake, Lake Michigan. Everything hmm. in this itinerary is kind of right by the Lake Michigan. And that's I mean, the lake is so big. Me. Yeah, it, it is. The whole city is kind of built on the coastline, which, again, I don't yep. know if you can call it a coast if it's a lake. It's this whole debacle. When when I moved to, to to Seattle and people said that like they were going to the beach and they meant yeah, no, like the shore of Lake Washington, it bothered me so no. much. And you're but, right. But I feel like for the Great Lakes, they are so big. They're that, huge. That like literally they look like an ocean. And like, you know, if they call it the beach, like whatever. That's cool. Can I do a shout out? Yeah. I'd like to shout out Lake Washington because <laughs> because that's my favorite lake in the world. Not a person, I, not not a place, but like but a lake. A yeah. whole entire lake. It, it's a beautiful lake. It runs oh, it's a it's a big lake. It's not as big as one of the Great Lakes probably, but I love it so much. Yeah. It's beautiful. Uh, I could I could talk about Lake Washington for quite a while. Um, just personal experiences and Mm -hmm. um, maybe we'll do that up down the road we could do a whole episode on lake washington oh that'd be wonderful just beautiful (laughs) um after (laughs) after the (laughs) okay after the aquarium or planetarium I like that they both rhyme too. That's yeah. <laughs> it's definitely why I've said it at least four times. Um, we're gonna make sure we see the Buckingham fount- Fountain. As Shelby said, I really like fountains. Um, <laughs> Can you play in this fountain? No, I oh, I doubt it boo. because it's kind of a 
Bellagio-esque fountain where they do shows oh, in the fountain. Oh, okay, okay. Uh, yeah. For what I read and what I remember, they do shows on the hour, every hour. Um, it, these are fountain shows. The water shoots up in the sky. Yes, good. But, actually, uh, this thing, the, the link I have, says it produces a major water display <laughs> for every 20 <laughs> minutes. So, so maybe, maybe it's even more than that, but, um, yeah, well worth seeing. It was built a long time ago. It was built in 1927, coming up on a hundred years. Congratulations. Congratulations to the Clarence F. Buckingham Memorial Fountain. Okay. If if I am a good enough person and I die before you, yeah, would you oh. just like <laughs> would you just like find the fountain and be like, okay, I'll pay. Don't pay over like a hundred dollars or anything, but be like, I'll give I'll give these people a hundred dollars and I'll name it after one of my very best friends in the world. It's the Andrew Long Memorial Fountain. I feel. I feel like it would take more than that to name a fountain. Shoot. But um, like I feel I feel like I like I can do that. That's fine. If I say if you like if I leave you some money in the will, would that work? Yeah, or you could just like tell me like I want to be I want a fountain named after me. Is like, that I'll tacky? Just make it happen. Is that tacky to leave money in the will to to give no. to your <laughs> I mean, you can either, you can leave money in the will, or you can just tell me, like, I want a fountain named after me, and then, like, I'll figure out a way to make sure that a fountain is named after well, you, I'm telling and you, that it's a fountain that people can play in. I'm telling you now, I want a fountain oh. named after me. Okay, no pressure. Okay, <laughs> okay. yep, that's fine. Just I'll, die? I, yeah, yeah. If you can... want to escape the pressure, just die before me. You won't have to worry about it. Oh God! Okay. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yep. That's. Yep. We can. We can. We can make that work. Okay. Um. Yeah. No. I think it's reasonable. You know. There's lots of people who have like a park bench named after them, or you know, like a building, whatever. Get, no. You, Andrew Long, wants a fountain, so we can get a fountain named after him. Don't get me wrong. I love a good bench. Sure, sure, but, but it's not as as whimsical or magical or or reviving as a fountain. Here's the thing: I don't even care if people can play in it. Um, oh, just, really? It, it can even be like a small fountain. I don't care. Just just, <laughs> just get a me. small water feature. <laughs> yeah. Just so get if me. I so if I put a small fountain in my yard, does that sure. count? Sure. Yeah, I, what I don't if it's want... just like one of those like small, small, small like stone trickle features where it's like it's not even really a fountain. It's just it's it's water running over rocks. Does that uh, count? No, or that I. Eh. <laughs> That's a water feature. That's not a fountain. <laughs> okay, so we need a public fountain uh, that's named after you that on, people can on. play in. Okay, I don't think okay. I don't think it even necessarily has to be public. Okay, so I need a fountain somewhere, somewhere. right? Because I don't own property. 
If I owned property, this would be much simpler, but I don't own property. So there needs thing. to be a public fountain somewhere. Here's the thing, Shelby. I'm not planning on dying anytime too soon. I mean, right, like, right, right. like it could happen any day. And that's not something... That's life and yeah, death. Yeah, that's, that's just what happens. But but I would like a fountain um, sometime in the next 50 years. If I die, okay. to, even if I die tomorrow, you have 50 years to get me a fountain. Okay, okay. So it's not like an immediate thing that needs to happen. No, 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 no. I just, okay, okay. So like I could buy property and then like eventually have a fountain 50 years from now. And have it named after you. Have a plaque. People can play in it. Cool, whatever. But like, it's in my backyard, and that's fine. Yeah, yeah, that's totally fine. Can mm-hmm. I request what's on the plaque? Yeah. What do you want? Andrew Long loved fountains. <laughs> yes, I can make that happen. I can definitely make that happen. Thank you so. Thank you. You're so so welcome. I can make that happen. Should go get more. I'm so glad that this is being recorded, so that way I can remember. Yeah, we're we're going a little long. So sorry. Yeah, yeah. Should should have brought more to drink. Um. All right. (laughs) For lunch, we're gonna walk over. It's about a mile and a half, but and uh, let's see. But one of the directions, east or west, of, of Grant Park, whichever one that doesn't walk into the lake. <laughs> um, but yeah, it's about a mile and a half to Manny's Cafe in Delhi. I don't know why these things, like pastrami was like, oh yeah, this seems like a Chicago thing to do. Um, hmm, I don't yeah. know why these things keep standing out as like Chicago things to do, but while I was planning, they did. Hmm. Um, this place also has a good looking breakfast. If you'd rather just go there for breakfast and then walk over to the park, uh, if you're following my itinerary, then go do that. But I love sandwiches <laughs> and I'm going to eat a sandwich. Um, yeah, it, they have, they have specials every day, which... All of them look amazing. Um, this, yeah, just this place looks very good. I love a good deli. Uh, so that's why it's on the menu. And it was one of the closest to the park. Afterwards, we're going to go to maybe the one, well, I shouldn't say the most famous, but one of the more famous places in Chicago, which is the Art Institute of Chicago. It's a, um, it's an art museum, more or less. Um uh, yeah, it looks, it looks amazing. $25 about to get in, roughly $25. Um, yeah, it, it looks incredible. There's not a lot more to say about art museums, I feel like, if, especially if you haven't been in them. It's like, yeah, it looks looks really great. There's, there's art. <laughs> yeah. Um, there are a few other museums of interest. If you're more of a history person, which... I honestly might be, depending on the day. Um, there's the Field Museum, which is pretty close by to this this day's itinerary. And honestly, the building on the outside is worth walking by um, just to see the Field Museum. It, it looks gorgeous. Uh, after the Art Institute of Chicago, we're going to go hang out in Millennium Park for a little bit. 
This is on the far northwest side of um, of Grant Park, which is where we started the day. And this is, uh, I'm sure most people have probably seen the Bean, or which is actually called Cloudgate. Um, it is. I don't know how excited I am to actually see this, but I'm, I'm in Chicago. I might as well see it. Um, it does a cool reflective thing of the city skyscrapers and uh yeah it seems seems like it'd be worth doing there's also a fountain here uh, <laughs> 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 it's called the crown fountain it's not it's, it's not as famous it's not, as Buckingham it's not called fountain. the the andrew long fountain not yet Shelby. i'm not there yet. <laughs> <laughs> um that night, uh, I decided to eat something slightly more healthy than a deli sandwich, a hot dog, or a southern food. And that is um, build your own uh, stir-fry or, or wok bowl. Um, this is at Bright Wok, which is a pretty good name. Um, it doesn't look like it's not a standout meal from the other three that I've mentioned so far, but it looks like a convenient and fun place to eat. And then that night, I'm just going to go and see, I don't care what it is, but whatever's happening at Chicago Theater, which is a very famous facade and and uh, and uh, whatever they call the signs that are on the outside of big theaters, help. <laughs> <laughs> I don't remember what they're called at the moment, but uh, but yeah, it's, it's one of the more structural famous buildings in all of chicago um this is another night where if you get done where if i get done and i'm pretty awake might go hang out at millennia or at uh, the the magnificent mile or go to a bar go hang out yeah but but yeah i mainly just want to go see the chicago theater um a tour would probably uh, do the trick, but uh, but it didn't quite work out with the itinerary. And, and again, I'd rather go see a show than like tour a building probably. Yeah, so. for sure. It seemed like the, the theater now mainly hosts concerts or comedy shows. Um, so, and they were pretty hit and miss. Like Lord was playing there at the end of April, it looked like, which would be phenomenal. Um, but then again, there's like some country bands that I was like, eh, I don't want to see them. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so, so. And Lord, Lord has had some, um, iffy releases lately. So. Yeah. That I last just, album yeah. was not as good, but I'd still like to see. No. Yeah. No. Yeah. Um. One of New Zealand's pride and joys. Is Lord, why? Oh, cause she's from here. Hold on. What? Yeah, Lord is from Auckland. Really? I had yes. no idea. Yeah, no, she's a New Zealander. She's a Kiwi. Oh. Yes, yes, she is. That's. Yeah, I had she's no one idea. of their few claims to fame. Lord is great. The first yeah. two albums, phenomenal. The yeah. last album, not very good. Not so much. Yeah, agreed. That's, that's been our Lord up. Yeah. Um, yeah. Well, congratulations. Why why do they like claim Peter Jackson's hobbits 
over over Lord. I mean, they should talk about Lord more. Lord is I, incredible. I mean, I feel like they do talk about Lord a bunch, except for oh, this okay. last album. They're like, oh no, she's not. Oh no, she's not us. She's doing the Adele thing where it's like the first two albums were amazing and then we're going to take mm. a little bit of a break. A little and then, detour. Yeah, yeah, and hopefully yeah. we're going to circle back around to it. That's yeah. right. Yeah. Uh, we, we still love you, Lord. Yeah, absolutely. And she's young. She's got she's time. She's only 25. Oh my gosh, that makes me feel old. To, to be young again. Ugh. Andrew, how old are you going to be this year? 31. 32. Uh, Shoot. Like... <laughs> Shoot. <laughs> <laughs> How about you, Shelby? I'm going to be 29. And that's just a oh. number that like doesn't even seem like it exists. Like it doesn't feel like a real number. Like oh, I God. can't imagine. I can't You're... imagine hold being on, 29. On. Your birthday's coming up, right? Yeah. Oh, I'm so sorry. I didn't think about that. Um, I mean, like in a few months. Like yeah. it's months. May? June. June. Okay. Okay. Very, very early June. Send in your uh, your birthday presents to tribute <laughs> at gmail.com. June 2nd. That's my birthday. Thank you very much. Happy birthday, Shelby. Yeah. Thank you. I didn't realize I was 29. like... 29. I'm almost, I'm almost a full three years older than you. Yeah. I yeah. didn't realize. You're, you're that you're much e- more wise. <laughs> <laughs> 29 feels weird like i feel like i've been prepping for 30 but 29 feels like this really strange like in between time where i'm like oh god i'm so old like i didn't think my body could ever get this old and yet here we are approaching okay. 29 it seems funny to tell this to a 31 year old but <laughs> Yeah, but, like, that's you, right? Like, that's normal. Like, you're 31. Like, that's cool. Like, that's totally, like, that's awesome. Like, 31 is great. But, like, I'm I'm turning 29. I'm freaking out about it. Are you hearing yourself? You- oh, yes, I absolutely <laughs> okay. am. And, and yet, at the same time, I can't stop it. So, let me whew. think. 29. No, 29 was great. Aside from okay. the last three months when... Well, no. No, 29 was great all around. Okay. I had a great 29. Okay. One of maybe the best years of my life, honestly. Wow. Okay. Okay. I'll take that. Yeah. You're going to be okay. Oh, thank you. I do appreciate that. You're going to turn 29 and then you're going to come like see me for in like three, three weeks and then like another three weeks. Yeah. Like I'll yeah. turn 29. I'll be freshly 29 and then I'll come visit. I will give you your birthday present then instead of mailing it if that's okay. That is absolutely okay. That's it would probably right. take like six weeks to get here anyway. Six weeks and cost like a couple hundred dollars. Like like so much money. It's so dumb. It's so dumb. Yeah. Too much yeah. money. Too much. Day, th- day three. <laughs> day three of my itinerary starts at Navy Pier. Which I am terrified this is going to be like Santa Monica Pier. I am not allocating much time to this place. Um, 
We're going to walk from the hotel. It's about two miles, but a lot of it's along Lake Michigan and looks, the walk itself looks more beautiful than the place we're going, if that makes sense. Um, I, I'm pretty skeptical about this place, but everyone says, try it. Uh, there's a lot of like amusement park rides and, and some food there and, and maybe, it, maybe it's great. Uh, the history, there's a few cool looking buildings. Um, but overall, I, I'm not sure the vibe is for me, but we're mainly there to get breakfast at the Brown Sugar Bakery, which Brown Sugar and Bakery in the same, in the same title is wonderful. Yes. And, and we're going to catch a river architecture cruise from there. Um, this is around $40. Uh, there's, there's actually a couple of them. If you don't want to catch it from Navy Pier, there's a few that leave from elsewhere. This seemed like the best way to see places while also getting to a different place. I think mm. I said that correctly. Mm-hmm. Um, yep. uh, the river architecture cruise leaves from Navy Pier and arrives at Union Station. It takes about an hour. Um, you go, th- you go past, uh, let me see, it says in the link, you go past six, uh, 40 different landmarks. Their, their words, not mind. Um, did I say their, did I say mind? <laughs> their words, not yours. Yeah, thank there you, you thank you. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, it, it looks like an enjoyable time. It, it does look, I mean, it's more touristy than maybe anything else on my list. It's, yeah, outside of like the Magnificent Mile. Um, but I love boat rides and mm, yeah. I like looking at architecture. Um, so so I threw it on here. From Union Station where it drops off, we're going to do Banchi Pizzeria, um, which looks delicious. Again, deep dish pizza seems up Chicago's alley. I don't. I don't think uh, Banchi, I think they do like one or two deep dishes and then they have other other things. This pizzeria here, I'm just going to read straight from eater.com. The pizzeria debuted in 2003 in Rome. Now there's six of them in the world. So, um, so it seems if it debuted in Rome, I feel good about it. Um, yeah, it looks, yeah. looks delicious. Mm. And then it's it's basically time to call it a trip. We're gonna go. Uh, if wow. you have time, go go to to the Magnificent Mile um, again to just kind of check it out, see the mural and all that. Uh, but then go pick up your bags and head to O'Hare. And um, I have the benefit of traveling. I get hours back, so so the plane ride I can catch a pretty late one and still get back into LA by like nine or ten so I think I think the flight going back was at leaving at nine and got in at like 10 or 11 in LA time so yeah it worked out um yeah no it I uh I filled up the days pretty well but the second and third day aren't quite as busy um outside of one or two major events so yeah very nice thank you so much Lots of good attractions with food, with walking, so that way you can fill in all of the food. 
I like that. That's good. <laughs> Thank you very much. There's a, yeah, there's a lot of food. Most of it is pretty unhealthy food. <laughs> yeah, but you're on like vacation, right? Like it's yep. fine. And it's only three days. I mean, it's you can fine. eat unhealthy. And yeah. you're walking so much. Like yeah, you're walking so much. It's fine. Yeah, like six miles a day. It's fine. Totally fine. It's fine. <laughs> How many times can we say it's fine? <laughs> um yeah there you go lovely thank chicago. you so much chicago yeah, chicago chicago there's a uh, back in high school i used to be uh, a big u2 fan i still like u2 mm. but but like yes, their old their old albums um resonate with me quite a bit their new albums not as much but um they, I, I, like I was a big fan in high school and my friends and I would like watch concert DVDs and mm, there's yeah. one that they filmed concert DVDs for the youngins out there for these things where bands would film their concerts and release it <laughs> and release it. And then we being the idiots we are would like buy them and be like, Oh my gosh, this is almost as good as seeing people in concert. It's just like it's, being at the concert. It's not, it's not. No, um, it's not at all. But then, uh, so I bought the Chicago one. And Bono, the lead singer of U2, if you don't know, screamed at the end of Beautiful Day, which is a lovely song. He screamed like... <laughs> and my friends and I would quote this for some reason all the time. <laughs> he would he would scream, Chicago, on my birthday, what a beautiful day. <laughs> and I think about that all the time. And honestly, it might be... Might be some. And I like, think about that all the time. <laughs> it might be some like thing down in my brain where it's like, oh, you got to get to Chicago. Bono loves it. He yeah, was there on, on his, his birthday. birthday. <laughs> it's a beautiful day. Yeah. Oh my God. <laughs> so, on his birthday. While I was there, while I'm there for my solo trip, I'm definitely gonna yell that at some point. I just feel like as you're walking to all the places, you need to have like a U two playlist going I've, and then on my birthday it's beautiful yeah. day just all the time i've been listening to joshua tree quite a bit lately oh, and okay oh my gosh that album is so good yeah this you've talked about you two so many times on this podcast and i think it's really funny and interesting. it is pretty funny uh-huh first, i didn't know that you were such a youtube fan the first seven songs in joshua tree are like they're all just bangers it's incredible <laughs> yeah i just i that's something i didn't know about you it's really interesting there you go now yeah, you know there you go there you go cool well day in a couple of days in chicago how uh, do you have any interest in chicago i do i definitely do um, I feel like it's one of those cities where it's like it kind of gets lost in the Midwest. Yeah. Um, but I definitely have an interest in it. I think that the history there is really cool, and I think it's got, you know, I'm not I'm not super into sports that may totally surprise you. Um, yeah, I never not, I'm not no really into sports, but um, yeah, I feel like Chicago has a lot of things to offer. Um, yeah. yeah I really if, I'd really love to be there. A few things I didn't get to. The Field Museum, which I briefly mentioned. The 360 Observation Deck, which does look cool, but I'm a little scared of heights, so I left that right. one out. Right. Um, 
uh, in that same vein, the Sky Deck. Um, there's also a, let's see, is it Frank Lloyd Wright? Uh, it's the Frederick C. Roby House, which was, I think it was designed by Frank Lloyd Wright, if I remember that right. <laughs> Whoops. Um, yeah, and uh, a few more museums that looked pretty cool. So, um, yeah, there's there's plenty that I didn't get to. I, again, mainly stayed to a, like a three-mile stretch. The river walk also looks nice. Um, yeah. I love walking by water uh, yes so. agreed yep so there you go mm. excellent thank you so much uh, thank you for mm. listening to whatever that was <laughs> no it was so good it was a great it was a great weekend trip <laughs> okay good <laughs> next week next week we're going to be back with another trip um and i don't know who's going to go first but we're going to talk about fixing our worst trip ever <laughs> going back and correcting correcting the mistakes that we made and <laughs> yes. fixing it yeah yeah this is gonna be a tough one it it is i i don't feel like i have a really obvious like worst trip ever i'm gonna no. have to think a little bit about about what that actually is but but yeah going back to a place that we've been to already and going hey this didn't actually pan out pan out the way that we wanted it to and then no, fixing we- it we didn't talk about this off air, but do do we are the circumstances the same? Like the people we travel with, is all of that the same? Ooh, um, I mean, you know me. I feel like there should be, it should be pretty open ended. But okay. um, but but yeah, depending on what you want to do, yeah. Okay, sounds good. Hmm. I mean, we could get into like the therapy of like, hey, this trip didn't go the way that we wanted to because we didn't express communications and set healthy boundaries. So this time we do. And, you know, we work through some trauma and like, I'm cool with that, too. Like, that's fine. That does sound like you. (laughs) Yes. Yes, it does. And that's why I'm going to be a counselor, ladies and gentlemen. That is why. We're excited for it. Yeah. We're all going to yeah. sign up and we're going to email you at tripittome at gmail.com. <laughs> and yes. we're going to be like, will you be my counselor? Yes. And we're going to talk about why trip boundaries and expectations are really important and how to communicate them before going into a trip. Yes. <laughs> I almost just ripped the headphones out of the, the laptop <laughs> on accident. Yes. All right. Mm-hmm. This one longer than the last one. Whoops. Whoops. Sorry. It okay. couldn't possibly be be because of the tequila and the port. So Probably sorry. not. I Pro- no, not, definitely I'm, not. I am not looking forward to editing this one. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, do you have a closing thought, Shelby? Oh, a closing thought. Um yeah, can you just can you just sum up why all of the sports experiences in Chicago are so important to you? All of them? I mean, just like in general, as a whole. Wrigley Field is the, if not the, it's either the Holy Grail or the second Holy Grail. I can't think of a more <laughs> eloquent description. Um, mm. And probably American sports. Um, if if Boston has Fenway Park, which is very famous as well, but these are the two most iconic 
Yeah, probably the two most iconic um, ballparks, arenas, stadiums in the entire country. And it's kind of a mecca for sports fans. Um, I don't care about the rest of Chicago sports as much. A Bulls game would be fun, but that's mainly because Michael Jordan played there and everyone right. knows who that is. And and, and they have, uh, I mean, just seeing some of that history would be interesting. But but yeah. otherwise, I don't, I can't say I really care too much. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, cool. Thank you. Yeah. I do think, if you'll, if you'll allow me one more th- closing thought. Of course. I think closing thought is turning into one of us asking a question and the other answering, by the way. <laughs> yes. Um, I do think seeing how a fan base interacts, because there are differences, uh, how a fan base interacts with both the team and the game they're watching is an interesting representation of culture in a city. Mm, mm, mm-hmm. So that, that's my mm. other answer. So if I was going to go to a different game that's not Chicago Cubs at Wrigley Field, then that would be my answer. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Mm, okay. Yeah, kind of like a theme park, honestly. Yeah. Yeah. That makes sense. All right, there you go. Good, there you have good, it, folks. Good closing question. We'll change the, yeah. we'll change the name to closing question. <laughs> yeah, I like that. All right. Well, thank you all for listening. Yeah. All right. Goodbye. Bye, everyone. Bye.